0: Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. the Mr. the
1: exercise?
2: Yes, sir, it has. We will all stand
3: Good evening, uh, commissioners and all those that are in attendance and great chairman, uh, can we just bow our heads for a moment? Most gracious and heavenly father, we are so thankful and honored on today for so many wonderful blessings that you bestowed upon us. And on this, evening, on this election evening, we ask that you would just continue to keep these leaders, their hearts and minds stayed upon you and the things that are concerning us in this community, that they would be able to take care of home even in the midst of turmoil all around us. We thank you for the wisdom that you're giving them, the insight that you're giving them, even as I speak now, God. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy and how you've blessed uh, Richard LeCount, a Liberty County native, and how you're gonna continue, ask that you would continue to keep him and watch over him and bless all of us on this evening. We thank you for this and all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. I pledge allegiance to to the flag of the United States of America. America,
3: To the Republic for which it stands, stands, one nation, nation, under God, indivisible, indivisible, with liberty and justice justice for all.
2: Thank you, Pastor Hayes. Thank you for all you do for our community. And we all are grateful for so many things, but certainly grateful that Richard is is doing well. And if if the reports are accurate, that he's been released from the hospital. So we're happy to hear that. Anytime you can. Uh, hit a car on a motorcycle and be hit by two cars and still survive—that's a miracle in itself. So we're thankful to the hand of God that was upon his life and other lives who we may not know. So we thank for all those things. So, just wanted to express that because <clears throat> he represents Liberty County so so very well. Okay. All right, the uh, our minutes from October—we need our approval.
4: And I make a motion that we approve the minutes as they were presented. Some Second. Of,
2: Motion and second that we approve the minutes for the month of October. Motion, Commissioner Stevens, second, Commissioner Thrift. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Thank you. The minutes are approved. Public hearing 2020 Millers, Ms. Kim McLaughlin. This is our second hearing. While she comes, let me give our intro. We did one today, and and after some comments that were made, I think I need to make a general statement that to the general public that you may or may not know that. Before we ever get to this time, a lot of work has been done. A lot of work has been done. A lot of sharpening of the pencil has been done. Uh, Reviews and cutbacks, those things have already taken place. And even in this period, there are still times to make adjustments if we have to. But just don't think that we arbitrarily or in one session got to this point. That just would not be the truth. And uh, know this from me. No elected person that I've met yet wants to raise taxes. It's not the desire of any elected person to raise taxes. Mm-hmm. Do we have to sometime? Yes. Based on services we provide, and guess what? Services come with their what? The cost. Mm-hmm. Whether it be fire protection, or whether it be salaries for policemen, all those things cost, because those folks have to be paid for their services too. And the service is not free, and the state of Georgia don't allow certain means uh, for income, property taxes <laughs> is the one. Of course, then we use some fines and forfeitures, forfeitures to help. And then when we can get grants, we do that too. We we explore every avenue mm-hmm. of funding so that it has the least impact on our citizens. So I had to say that as opening statement uh, for so people will kind of have an idea of what goes on, how we come to this conclusion, and what goes on before we ever get to this point. That's right. All right.
5: That's right. Let me let me turn down one light.
6: Mr. Chairman, do we need to go on a public hearing?
2: Joey, are we all ready to consider public hearing? Or? No, you're fine. Okay. okay. All right. a bit
5: now Thank you,
2: Commissioner Walden. Yes.
5: Okay, so we're here to present the uh, proposed 2020 millage rate. And this first slide that you see here um, illustrates the gross digest growth, the growth in the exemptions and what you're left with as the net digest. Um, I put this up here so that you could see from 2010 to 2020, um, we've had growth that's gone up and down a couple of years in 2012 and 2015 where we've actually had negative growth. And we'll talk about how that can happen in a little bit. Um, But the last few years, at least uh, from 2017 to 2020, We've been somewhere around 1.7 to 3.8% to in the gross digest, which is decent growth. When you isolate just the exemptions, you get a clearer picture of what they're doing. Um, from 2010 to 2020, you can see their growth rate, and it's been as high as 15% sometimes, and as low as 3%, and in the last few years, it's hovering between uh, 3% um, up as high as 7.6, and li- this year 6.6 percent, almost 6.7 percent. So the growth in the exemptions are, is higher than the growth in the in the gross digest. These are those exemptions. Um, Liberty County is an exemption-rich county. Um, we do provide a lot of exemptions for a lot of different things. It's interesting to note out of all of the exemptions, and there's 306, almost $307 million in exemptions this year. Two of those exemptions, the Freeport and the Disabled Veterans, make up about 74 percent of your total exemptions. Um, so when you look at this, you can look from last year to this year, from 2019 to 2020, almost all of them decreased except for the two largest the disabled veterans and the Freeport to where we had a net increase of $19 million in exemptions. Um, That's a lot of money in tax dollars, that total exemptions are around $5 million. Um, And I know you have to weigh that because you have to have those type of exemptions in order to draw industry here, to bring growth, to bring jobs and that sort of thing. But the offset is that That money is then made up by the taxpayers. This illustrates what the millage rate has done. The county has two millage rates. We have a millage rate for the citizens of Hinesville and we have a millage rate for everybody else in the unincorporated and all the other cities. So you can see the top graph shows the millage rate for the city of Hinesville. Um, Back in 2010, it was an 11.3. It held kind of steady for a couple years, dropped for a couple years, went up, held steady for about three years, went up again, back down. Last year it was 14.44, this year we're proposing 14.8, and that again is the county millage rate for the city of Hinesville. Everyone else in the unincorporated area and the other smaller municipalities, again from 2010 to 2020, we can see where we started at 11.98. We went up a little bit, went up again, dropped back down. Last year we were at 15.3, and this year we are at 16.3. Um, I want to stop here and remind everybody as the same thing you mentioned this uh, just a minute ago, Mr. Chairman. The millage rate is a direct reflection of what your budget does. And back in 2002, when I first started, we had a general fund budget of 11.5 million. Wow. 11.5 million. Our budget this year is over 35 million. So while there are other revenues that continue to increase, just like you said, the additional services, the additional personnel, the additional costs of those supplies and those benefits continue to increase um, as we add to our workforce. The biggest thing in this year's budget, as we've talked about before, was the added full-time firefighters, adding 18 full-time firefighters this year. We've been talking about countywide fire protection for a few years. We've gone back and forth on how to how to actually cover that cost and this board has made the determination that fire service is an essential service and it's going to be part of the general fund and as such, we cover it through the use of general fund revenues. The biggest one, as you mentioned, being property tax. Now we receive local option sales tax, we receive fines and forfeitures, but the largest Portion of our revenues are property tax. So this chart, I I really like this chart because it shows you the difference (coughs) between the real growth and the reassessed growth. So in any given year, there's two types of increases in the digest. You can have real growth, which means those are properties and and, um, personal property and real property that comes onto the digest that's never been on the digest before. You can also have reassessed growth where you revalue something that's already there. And reassessed growth can be positive or negative. So this chart shows you in any given year the real growth in the green and the reassessed growth in the yellow. So you can see there were two significant years, 2011 and 2015, where we had so much negative revaluation of certain properties, we had a net decrease in our digest for that year. and any year where you have a negative real growth means something came off the digest. Let me talk to you about uh, Service Delivery Strategies Act, House Bill 489. This is um, a house bill that requires any county government to not uh, double tax a citizen. So if I'm a citizen of Hinesville, I should not have to pay for the same service twice, once on my city bill and once on my county tax bill. So there are certain services where the city of Hinesville contributes as well as the county contributes. So for instance, the library, um, LCPC, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, fire protection. So as a city of Hinesville resident, I should not have to pay for those services twice. So what we do is we roll back the millage rate for those specific services, so the city of Hinesville residents get a reduced millage rate. And that reduced millage rate equals the amount of revenue equal to a millage that it takes for those specific services. And again, here are examples of those duplicated services. Fire protection, building inspections, mosquito control, right Army airfield, these are all services that the county and the city both provide. This gives you an overall picture of what we anticipate generating. So if you take the unincorporated digest, which is 414 million, and you apply the millage rate of 16.3, you'll generate tax revenue of about $6.7 million. The unincorporated cities, all the other municipalities, is about 261 million, at a millage rate of 6.3, will generate about 4.2, almost 4.3 million. The Hinesville digest is 650 million, If we apply a millage rate of 14.8, we're going to generate 9.6 million. Collectively, we will generate $20,640,000 in tax revenue. That's at 100%. And again, you see the difference between these two millage rates are about 1.5 mills, which is about 95% of the actual rollback. So we're almost at 100%. Our general fund budget, as I mentioned earlier, is 35.7 million. If I back out all of the other revenue line items to include the CARES money that we did receive, you're left with funding $19.7 million through property tax. If we adjust the total tax revenue for a 96% collection rate, which is a pretty reasonable rate, we'll generate 19.8 million. That leaves us with a surplus of about 31,000. If we actually collect 95% of the taxes, we will have a deficit of about 174000 If we collect 97% of the taxes, we'll have a surplus of a little more than 200000 So when you talk about a $35 million budget, all three of those numbers are real close. So we feel like this is as, as good as we're gonna get, as close as we're gonna get with not overtaxing for what we have to provide. This gives you an actual example of the dollars, of the actual tax dollars. So if you lived in the unincorporated area or one of the other smaller municipalities, last year, if you had a a home valued at 150,000, the taxable value is 60,000, with the millage rate of 15.3, you paid $918 in county tax. This doesn't take into consideration any exemptions that a, a property owner might have. This year, that same $150,000 house would generate $978 in property tax for an increase of $60. That's about a 6.5% increase in property tax. In Hinesville, that $150,000 home last year at 14.44 mills generated $866 in tax revenue. This year, at the proposed rate of 14.8, will generate $888 for an additional tax of $22, about two and a half percent. That is what I have, unless anybody has any specific questions for me or any questions or comments?
2: Commissioner, uh, do you have uh, comments? Um, I, I, Kim, go back to the, the page that shows the surplus slide that, yeah. I made the comment. Uh, this afternoon, that that's not very much.
5: (laughs) No, that's not very much wiggle room. And, um, in the past few years, Mr. Jones has come in somewhere right around 96 and 97%. So we feel pretty good about this. Um, hopefully, barring no significant negative impacts of COVID, um, he will be able to continue to collect at that rate the initial year, but again, there is no guarantee.
2: Just for public information, what we like to have is when it comes to fund balance, four and a half months, am I
5: right? Uh, We like to stay anywhere between three and seven months. Um, If we get below three months, we really start to tighten the the belt. If we get over seven months, we use that money as a one-time reduction for something. But, yes, we try and stay between three and seven months. I'm going
2: to just call it the rainy day fund. (laughs) <laughs> uh, or uh, in your personal home, they call it emergency. Room. Everybody should have what did they say, three to six months, mm-hmm. of, you know, to live off of in case things go bad. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's what—that's our money to use in case things go bad.
5: Mm-hmm. And we've had to before.
2: And uh, in fact, I remember when we first came on, we
1: had a line of credit, didn't we? It was depleted yesterday. Yeah. Actually, actually, when you think about it, that is the money you live off of during your lean time every year, and that's the reason the three to seven month balance because when you stop collecting property taxes, you still have to function. And and so you get into that period of time from about, really from about uh, April mm-hmm. through October, November, right. when you have to have that money sitting there mm-hmm. to run your operations, because your high revenue sources are already been received. Mm-hmm. And so so it's, uh, you put the money in savings, so to speak, and then you're gonna draw out of that savings to pay the bills during those months when the, when the revenue's down. Okay. So. So, uh,
2: so, you know, 31, once again, is not a lot, uh, I'm, I'm hoping it will be 97%. <laughs> it, would,
5: it would be nice, no. but there, there is no cushion, right? It's, so it's, yeah, it's not yeah, like we're yeah. trying to generate anything more than we absolutely exactly. need to cover the budget that you adopted in June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That includes the 18 firefighters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Turn that to that other slide, Kim, the one, the one we were just at the last one where you were showing the, the uh, oh. Yeah, the very last, There you go. That one. So, w- what we're looking at in the unincorporated areas on your $150,000 house for 2020, you're gonna have a increase of how much money? About
5: $60.
6: So, you're looking at um, 550. I was trying to figure here the folks that's gonna have fire protection mm-hmm. in the county now, and what we, you know, we were looking at insurance mm-hmm. and what it was costing a homeowner for insurance mm-hmm. because of the what the, the ISO rating was. Rating, right. So it looks to me like mm-hmm. we're headed in a direction that we're going to actually be able to help. I don't know what ours is in the city. I don't know what my insurance is versus the one that's in the county, but it looks like we're headed in the right direction to, to uh, have full-time firefighters, which is also going to increase or decrease their, Mm -hmm. their insurance, fire insurance on their dwellings, so. Right. And it's a small price to pay for.
5: about $5 a month. Right. -hmm.
2: And let me go ahead and it's a good place to interject because the general public may not know. So those of you who are watching us on Facebook, until very recently, there are people in Liberty County, Georgia who will call 911 for a fire emergency and there will be no one to respond.
5: That's correct. That's
2: right. No one to respond.
5: Right. We had we had been living off of volunteer firefighters for a long time, and if those volunteers are working, mm-hmm. right. they're not able to yeah. respond. And yeah, it it was yeah. it was happening for a while to the point where you decided it was time to take action.
2: I'm
1: pleased we did. A yeah. couple of quick notes too. I think yeah. when we adopted the budget this year, that actual cost uh, we projected internally oh was going to be about a million and a half yes, we did. to carry that. So the good news is because of some reassessment and some natural growth, that is not, has not had to go that high. Uh, the other side of that too, is that now we are providing the full-time coverage with full-time folks that, that are of assistance, even to city of Heinzel sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, where we've had to run some backup and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just the, the load has gotten so heavy there for emergency responding that, it, you know, it was needed.
2: Okay. So, commissioners, any comments from you all? I'm going to open it up to the audience. Gonna, you want, okay. Uh, this is a public hearing. Is there anybody in, from the audience that has a question about what we presented or a comment about what we presented? We'll be happy to try to clear it up.
5: Any, anything yeah. that's come through on the and the facebook
1: uh no sir not so far
4: all right
2: all right wow this is where we are and there's one more opportunity um. on november 19th at our regular uh,
5: right meeting. November, november 19th we'll have one more public hearing and you will formally adopt this and all of the other combined millage rates for the board of education the development authority the hospital authority
2: and should the public like to, even after this, they, they can call in and speak to Mr. Brown, you, Ms. McLaughlin, get any questions answered?
5: Absolutely. That, yes, sir, uh, or come
1: up to Facebook, and we'll we'll monitor that also. That, that they may have.
5: Um, I, I believe you mentioned that this would be, that this would stay on there so that people could look at this and, and share this. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. All righty. Thank you so oh much. I have. Mm-hmm. Right.
5: Thank you. Thank you. All
2: right. Proclamation: America Recycles Day. Miss Karen Bell, and while she's coming, we also send our condolences out to the family of Mr. Dave Sapp, that served, at keep Liberty Beautiful for so many years. We uh, honor yes. his memory and his service to
4: Liberty County. Have
7: <clears throat> Thanks for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Now you got me thinking about him. Right? Sorry, <laughs> but he it um, always brings a smile because Dave was uh, a big supporter of Keep Liberty Beautiful and Liberty County, and if you. Someone made the comment today at a meeting that he had, like, four pages of organization that he donated to, $100 or whatever, mm-hmm. four pages, wow. so he was yeah. a very generous man mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Dr. Karen Bell, and I'm here with our advisory board chair, Willa Lewis. That's her underneath that man <laughs> <laughs> And we're. Hey, hey she looks oh, so young. That man, that man. That man. And we uh, <laughs> <laughs> You thought she was our new hire. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here um, from Keep America Beautiful to talk about American Recycler Day. American Recycler Day is a a, a baby of Keep America Beautiful. And you may hear Keep America Beautiful, but right now they are worldwide. So this is an initiative that's going worldwide. We are participating with countries and communities worldwide. And it's just a way to make our community aware about recycling. What you can do, what you can recycle, and where you can recycle. So one of the main things we're doing is asking you to do a pledge. And that pledge is asking you to learn. Learn, like I just said, what you can recycle and where you can recycle here in Liberty County. Then act. Once you learn, you gotta act, right? So, we're going to ask you to act. Actually, start recycling or recycling more if you already recycle. I always hear that. I already recycle, or well, what else can you recycle? Um, and then share. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep the information to yourself. Actually, go out and share it with your co workers, your family, your friends, your church, or your um, business. And then the last step is to take a pledge. So due to COVID, we usually go out and we still have a working board day, which would be the um, 13th of November, but we'll be in the drive-throughs, handing out these little pledges. Before they would sign it and, and get the information, now we have little scans where they would scan it and take it um, the pledge on their phone. So that's one way we can stay safe. Um, through November, we are having our recycling fair, or recycling, so you can bring all your household items there. Um, to either Midway Community Complex or Hinesville um, Health Department or Watteville City Hall. And for the first first time, I am pleased to announce that we will have a shred day in Midway. We have not had one. It's always been in Hinesville or Walterville, because our budget, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is expensive, I know, it is expensive, but was always twice a year. We have had four so far, and that's because of our partnership with Savannah Shredding Company. They are um, have partnered with us, and now we're able to have it more often, may be able to have it at every recycling fair or at a big cleanup, like we did with um, Riceboro. Riceboro was the first time they had theirs um, shredded day because the river's alive. All right, that's all I have to say, sir. And we um, have brought some lovely recycling bags. If you don't have one, or if you have it, you can still take it and pass it on to shared. Inside there, you'll also find your calendar for 2021, a pen, and more information that you can give out.
2: When do you all? When do you all
0: rest? <laughs>
7: Well, that, uh, that's one good thing that for, because of the um, COVID, we have not had the chance to stop or said uh, some um, keep whatever had to stop and could not work, but we were able to keep on with the um, creativity of our staff and our board to make sure that um, Keep Liberty Beautiful continue on doing the work that it is. You know,
2: thank you for what you do. Let me throw this in real quickly. Uh, we were... Uh, with a potential uh, industrial client at a development authority meeting, and we had a discussion, and then we wanted to discuss some things among ourselves. We asked them to leave, and they did leave, and they came back in about an hour. And we said, what'd you guys do? He said, we were just riding around looking at your town. So people do look at you. Yeah. That's good. and, And they were very impressed with our community. Great. So we can't let up on... No. You Know yes. the gateways are commissioners, we can't let up on that. We gotta, in fact, let me go throw it out now. I, I think we need to. This next plus is going to be split so many ways, but we talked about those uh gateway signs mm-hmm. how many years ago? It's been a little while, yeah. but we need to make yeah. that happen. Yeah. Those guy said we ride around and look at, look at your community, but they did bring back a good report, good. <laughs> so I'm happy, to. but I don't want us to let up on that. So we got to make sure that uh.
7: And we are, with our cleanups, mm-hmm. we are doing them, but there are smaller um, groups and staggered check-in. And that's, I think, one way we're able to do it and make sure that we stay safe. And you mentioned Dave. We are looking at the park near, um, that um, across from McDonald's, that lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at cleaning that up with the owner. Um, actually maybe putting a sign there that says welcome to Hinesboro or something. He has someone designing it and dedicating it to um, Dave Sapp too. It would be something that other community groups can come together work on and make sure that it's um, a nice park with a bench and things like that and they can still do the there, um, the church can still do their, um, if the, the things that they do there, mm-hmm. but it'd be nice. Have you ever looked at uh, Martin Luther King is a gateway to it a gateway our too. downtown yeah. and yeah. we ha- uh, tried to do some grants, but we got one to help out with the um, owner and hopefully with other organizations chipping in that mm-hmm. we can make that something we all are Liberty mm-hmm. County proud of.
2: A, I don't know. Um, Things have changed a little bit, but at one time a certain company that works somebody over there worked with used to do some community stuff. I don't know where that <laughs> where that is now, what they what they're allowed to do. <laughs> uh, We're working on the plan right now. You might want to just call him and say. (laughs) Uh,
7: um, I can say his group do come out every time we have a cleanup or need something. He has someone on our board that is Mm -hmm. very active. Joey, we appreciate you giving him the opportunity to be on there. And your guys was out there cleaning up 196. They picked up 300 pounds of trash on Saturday alone by Mm -hmm. themselves. Uh, Mm -hmm. They put out 200 pounds Friday night. (laughs)
8: <laughs> okay, well, they picked that up in one okay. more. <laughs>
7: but we do appreciate it. They're always smiling and helpful, so we appreciate that, yeah, sir. Thank, sir. thank you.
2: Thank you, ESG. <laughs> okay, yeah. So. Yeah. All
7: right, nice. the
2: proclamation, Mr. Brown's going to read it for us.
1: It's a proclamation for America Recycles Day in Liberty County. Each year, the United States generates more than 258 million tons of municipal solid waste. That's more than four pounds per person per day. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, our nation has reached an overall recycling rate of 34.6%. Each year, our national recycling rate sends 89 million tons of material to a useful second life instead of the landfill, saves the same amount of energy consumed by over 10 million U.S. households in a year, avoids greenhouse gas emissions equivalent to removing more than 38 million cars from our roads, generates 757,000 jobs, and $36.6 billion in wages, but much more can be done. Whereas, to focus the nation's attention on the importance of recycling, businesses, industries, government agencies, nonprofit organizations, and individuals have joined together to celebrate America Recycles Day and are encouraging friends, neighbors, and co workers to pledge to learn more about recycling options in their community and commit to recycle more materials every day of the year. Whereas, participating in America Recycles Day, 2020 is one way citizens can help raise awareness about the economic and environmental benefits of reducing waste by reusing recycling and buying recycled content products. Whereas Liberty County Georgia leaders can also use this as an opportunity to spread the word about the excellent recycling programs that have been established, the growth of markets for recyclable materials, and the importance of buying and job creating recycled products. Now therefore, be it resolved by Donald L. L. Lovett that Sunday, November 15th, 2020, is hereby proclaimed as America Recycles Day in Liberty County, Georgia, resolved this third day of November, 2020.
2: Okay. <coughs> now, if you all would make your way this way, please, we'll present and give you your Kodak moment there. You mm-hmm. all in the center, commission. if you were feeling around, get this done quickly. Okay.
1: One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. now want to I One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two,
2: three. can't see your
9: smile.
1: You can
4: see it up here. You know, that's right. It's that's all it's right. in the head. That's okay. that's yeah.
10: <laughs> hey, just she end got, got that hair done. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> my, my
2: all right thank you ladies <laughs> appreciate all you do LCPC, sniff yeah. Gadhi rezoning
4: we're not taking no action tonight on public night.
2: hearing chair <laughs> entertain a motion to go to public hearing so second? second all in favor we're now in public hearing sir for rezoning
4: we're not doing any rezoning tonight is it <laughs>
11: So, uh, our first rezoning is uh, for uh, Mr. Pat Bowen. You may know him. Uh, we know him. Yeah, he's, he's already on his way out. Uh, so, this is a, a rezoning petition to rezone a property on North Coastal Highway from A1 Agricultural to B2 Commercial. Properties three acres, more or less, further described as Parcel 234 uh, 8. Properties intended for use as mini storage and is located in District 4. Which district uh, District Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: there's no one here to represent that area.
11: <laughs> uh, you all have to pick up the slack then. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we will. So uh, I'll, I'll show you where this is on the map in a moment. But here's our legal ad and our sign. Uh, so you can see the uh, I think this is the Abundant Life Church right down here. Here's the intersection with uh, Lira Cofer and there's the edge of the county. Uh, this is this square property right there. We'll get a little zoom in on it here. And there's another commercial operation Mm -hmm. right across the street here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as I said, it's zoned A1 currently, as is all this, but across the street, we have a good bit of B2 zoning right there, which is why we're recommending approval on it. So our uh, staff report comprehensive plan has designated this parcel for forestry and agricultural use, but the parcel is abutting other commercial property. There are no homes or developments nearby that would be affected by commercial zoning here. There are possible wetlands in the rear of the property, so the site will need to be delineated before constructing anything. And most of the parcel is not in a flood zone. However, a portion of the back of the parcel is in flood zone A. It's it's kind of a tiny corner, but uh, we are recommending approval with standard and special conditions for this, with our one special condition being that the applicant must delineate the wetlands of this property before construction begins. And that was recommended by the Planning Commission. Mm-hmm. All right, any questions?
2: Any questions of Mr. Gandhi? Oh, is the petitioner here, sir?
11: Uh, he's over there, oh. I think. He left the room. The
2: petitioner. Yeah. yeah, that's him. Right. That's him? Right. <laughs> no wonder he left the room. <laughs> he didn't leave the building. <laughs> know what I'm talking yeah.
11: about. <laughs> We got you on the other side now.
4: <laughs> Could you state your name, sir? Pardon? State your name. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, just a little overview, sir, what's going on. We,
8: we, I think we heard it. Well, but. we plan on putting storage units there. All right. So storage nice. nice storage units. Two stories, climate control. Two stories? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's actually cheaper to go up than it is. Go
4: out? Out?
9: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Uh-huh. vertical baby. That's where that's where they're building most storage units now.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. I'm gonna say do we have two stories in Liberty elevator.
8: County now? Yeah, they put an elevator in. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Huh? Storage unit.
8: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's, building, it's cheaper to build a
2: house. You going first class. Yeah.
11: Everything's
2: alright. All right. Uh was there any opposition? No, we had a few calls asking but everyone was on board with that. Wonder what was going on, and I did the same thing when you see a yellow sign going up to make it. ask questions. As mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Um, let's see, well, since this is yours, you can't make the
4: motion. No, yep. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Chairman, I make that motion that we approve the uh, storage for Mr. Pat Boynes and District 4. Okay, right.
2: motion a second, we approve the, re- the rezoning uh, as presented by Mr. Gundy uh, for this um. Storage unit project. Good to have business going on in Liberty County in under corporate Liberty County. Okay. Any further discussion? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Those okay. opposed? So approved, sir.
4: Uh, I got a question Appreciate for Mr. Uh, yes, sir. Mr. Boll, do, do, will this be the first one with a 2, two, two stories
2: No, I
8: think they got some here nine. Really, 2 stories? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen any of those. I haven't seen any one, either. Right off one, I
9: mean uh, eighty-four. Eighty-four. Is
10: that too sir? Oh, yes, a very small one. You're right. Okay. By the yeah. old Debbie yeah.
0: Uh huh. Right in
2: there. Okay. Just
1: sure, we just need to go well, back. We looked into it and back okay. um, it.
2: Okay. So so the, the next one says set back here in public. Set back. We don't, need, we don't need to be we don't in public. We don't need it. All right. So Chair, I'm a motion the to go present. out of public hearing back in the regular session. So moved. So, move. so Second. moved. Second. Second. All in favor, raise your hand, please. All right. Okay, sir, you may continue.
11: Thank you. Uh, so our second uh, petition is a variance request. Uh, Benjamin Carroll, Jr., owner, has filed a petition for a rear and side yard setback variance on Circle <clears throat> Road, which is on Colonel's Island. It's in the Planting Hammock subdivision. Uh, the parcel is further identified as 340D12. <clears throat> Property is 0.34 acres, more or less, and is zoned R2 for single and two-family dwelling. Uh, this parcel is located in District 1. Mr. Carroll is requesting that the R2 rear and side setback of 20 feet be reduced to 12 feet to make room to fit a home. Uh, the active covenants of Planting Hammock subdivision require a 12-foot minimum mm-hmm. rear setback, uh, so we are following those, uh, recommending following those covenants. So here is a picture of the property as it is. There's nothing on it right now, uh, as well as our legal ad. So it's like I said, it's out in the county a bit. I believe this is Kings Road. Is that right? Where are you at? Yes, sir, yeah, coming down this way and, of course, the planting hammock subdivision here on this little island. Right. Uh, One lane, hard to get on there. Uh, So this is the property in question. I don't know if we could turn off the lights, maybe, see the the property lines a little bit. (laughs) So we we do want to note that uh, this property is kind of very oddly shaped, and that's why we're making the recommendation we are. Uh, You can see a, a good chunk of it is sort of cut out like that for the pond behind it. Uh, It is zoned R2 as I said. So here's our narrative. Uh, Requesting a variance to change the setback off the back of the property line from 20 feet to 12 feet. Uh, Written in the Planting Hammock Covenant submitted to Liberty Clerk Office 11 2001 (coughs) Requirements 12 feet off any recreational area. This piece of property backs up to a community recreational pond. Attached is a drawing showing the request, which I will show you in a moment. Uh, Drawing showing adjacent structures and a copy from the covenants page showing the uh, requirements. So here is the uh, covenants thing we are speaking about. No building shall be erected on any lot, whether in section A, B, C, uh, D, D1, D2, nearer than 25 feet from Circle Drive or nearer than 12 feet from any recreational area or side lot line or nearer than 20 feet from the rear marsh lot line. Kind of a circumventous way of saying it's for, for this uh, gentleman here, it's 12 feet on the back and the sides. So, here's a little diagram of what they're planning to do. Uh, this would be the primary <clears throat> structure here. This is an outbuilding that would be planned. And I believe this is a uh, pool over here. Septic tank. I'm sorry, not a pool. Septic <laughs> tank. That's Call, pool. Call, thank you. <laughs> uh, All right, so yes, uh, this is the 12 uh, foot setback that we are uh, recommending mm-hmm. on the back part here and on the side as well. Oh, man. Uh, as I said, those are uh, normally 20 in <clears throat> R2 zonings, but uh, due to the uh, strange shape of the lot, uh, we believe there is some sort of a hardship here. Uh, there are extraordinary conditions pertaining to this piece of property due to the shape. The parcel is much shallower than other R2 lots due to the pond area and the back being separated. The application of this ordinance to this piece of property would cause a hardship on the owners as they only would be given 35 feet of depth for the home. Reducing that setback. To 12 feet to match the covenants gives them 43 feet to work with, which would lead to a home more closely <clears throat> sized to others in the neighborhood. Uh, we do not believe that relief would cause substantial detriment to the public good or to transportation. Uh, so we are recommending approval with standard conditions. You have any questions?
6: Go back to your covenants there a minute. I just re- tried to read it real
11: fast. Sure. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, those. That so basically the, the application here is uh, nearer than 12 feet from any recreational area and the back is uh, classified as a recreational area because it is a pond owned by the Homeowners Association. And then the side lot or side lot line which is the other side there.
6: So, uh, but above that it says termination of the existing cover. <laughs>
11: Oh, this, this is, so whenever they sign in new covenant, these are the latest covenants and they are still active. Whenever they sign in new covenants, they have to repeal the old ones.
6: So, and that's what we we have talked about several times, Joey, with um, they've got to be renewed. And
11: long. these are renewed every time, okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
11: That's all I had. I, yes, sir. Well, I couldn't read it fast. Enough. And uh, I believe Ms. Carroll's here if y'all have any questions for her.
2: Ms. Carroll? You approach the podium, please. And just tell us your name and any in additional information you want to add to what was presented. We just kind of like to hear from the petitioners themselves. Sometimes it's, it's all right to hear from my, what we Joseph. consider our staff, our technical staff, but let's just hear from the person who's in the trenches.
10: I'm Tammy Joe Smith. I'm here to represent Ben Carroll. Um, my parents has lived here, so we're building right across the pond from my parents. Um, Actually, the variants, the people in the community didn't even know what the zoning, you know, they what it was until we went through this process mm-hmm. and represent, they thought everything was pretty much on the variance, but they <coughs> are redoing the- um, Covenant. The-
9: Covenant. Covenants Covenant.
10: right now. Mm-hmm. So they did ask if for the new covenants, do we need to incorporate the new, the zoning or can they leave it as is?
1: My general guide for you would be it'd be better to take a look at what the zoning requirements are and try to incorporate those if you could and I'll yield to kind of the expert there. That way, anybody else that desires to build or do something, it'll be consistent with what the zoning is and it should be easier for them. Okay.
10: I think they're in the process of rewriting them right now.
1: Okay.
2: Um Ms. some of you all serve as a resource for this? Okay. All right. You can you can contact those two gentlemen. All right our opposition? Uh, no. I didn't think so from the way she explained no. it. Yeah. All, all right. right. District 1, sir, we we'll hear from you. Mr.
4: So Chairman, I make a motion that we grant the setback as requested.
0: Second.
2: Motion and second. <laughs> we'll grant the setback as requested from LCPC. Any further discussion on the matter? There being none, all in favor, raise your hand, please. The setback variance is approved, sir. Thank you, sir. Right. Thank you, sir.
11: Thank you, commissioners. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sir. All right. Mm. All right.
2: I'll waste Contract for the City of Flemington.
1: Yes, sir, you, you may remember we, we started uh, some years ago providing by contract with Flemington uh, residential collection of both uh, household garbage and bulk waste or, tr- or dry trash. Um, city of Flemington currently and up into this year has uh, basically covered the cost of that contract for its citizens. Uh, the citizens own their tax bills, much like others in the county, have being already been billed, but not for the collection piece. They've been billed, as you know, those cost centers are broken out, so they've been paying for actually landfill closure, clean and beautiful, and those other items. The City of Flemington wishes to change that, and uh, they're, they're about to adopt an ordinance that says, basically, we're gonna mandate to the citizens they've gotta have residential collection. We are going to provide that through a contract with an agency. Uh, in this case, Liberty County, who will continue to do the same service we've done, and instead of City of Flemington paying us the contract cost, the amount that's on the tax bill will be increased to compensate that cost, and the citizens will pay it through the normal way they've been paying it on their tax bills uh, for their property under side waste. So that's what this contract lays out, is a contract with Flemington that, j- that says that, um, A couple of quick points there. Um, The initial term is for five years, Uh, that's on page two. Um, Early termination is provided, but it would take uh, basically six months to do that. That gives both bodies the chance to uh, basically provide other means, us to regroup, basically, on that loss of revenue uh, to do that. It does specify in there, and there's services provided, you can read that but basically it covers single family dwellings only. And so um, multifamily households, trailer parks, commercial businesses have to have their own method of collection or can contact us about mm-hmm. separate collection, but it's not covered in the contract, nor will it be billed to them on the tax bill. They don't currently pay it now um, for those types of services. Yeah. Uh, that curbside collection would continue basically like it is now. We pick up one day curbside household and another day uh, curbside, uh, dry trash, bulk waste on there. Uh, s- under the terms of collection, it just talks about the polycart service being provided and basically if a polycart is, is destroyed or damaged, it's the responsibility of the customer uh, to replace that or, or you know, pay it back to the cost of that, which is currently how it is in the contract. That has not changed. Uh, on page four, it talks about yard waste. Um, gives a limit to the amount of yard waste that can be collected there at sixty pounds basically mm. we, we don't collect large commercial cleanups or let's call it renovations that happen to to homes or stuff like that that's usually provided by a third party anyway mm-hmm. um, and so so that would not be provided but it does put a limit of sixty pounds on there on, on, as an average weight it has a has a uh, uh specified means of handling complaints and this is in the current contract where if we receive a complaint we'll let the city know we received a complaint and they'll do the same coming back to us and then we resolve those complaints but it's it's an effort to keep records basically of the complaints that were received to ensure they get taken care of but the current contract is that on page five the service fee is basically uh spelled out per calendar year again remember it's billed on the tax bill and not billed monthly so that service is $217.92 per year that the current rate is. Uh, and, and what we have actually done is John Colbertson wrapping up that study that he's doing, we've gone ahead and incorporated his new rate into uh, that, I say his new rate, but the rate that's applicable to the actual cost of providing the services, um, plus amortization and some overhead. So this is a current rate. This, this is really, really up to date.
6: 217,
1: 217. a year. Four. For for two times a week collection, one of household and one for waste, if there's any. So I didn't A I, year? A year. So I actually for a house. No, a a, a two it's two hundred and seventeen dollars and ninety-two cent per household mm-hmm. per year. Like a solid waste fee. That's the solid waste fee. So it's actually most people don't pay it like that. And somebody could do this in his head, like Brother Mosley.
0: <laughs>
1: but it's actually $18.16 a month.
6: For, or to have the garbage paid up. To
1: have your garbage collected at curbside, which is very good rate, very, good. very.
6: Yeah, very I good. mean, what, what are we paying? I, 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 I was about to <laughs> mean, that right there is highway robbery. It is, yeah. I mean, what we're getting right now in the city, in Hinesville, it's, I mean- But that's water too, correct? Yeah, but yeah, that, okay. uh, I'm mean, excluding water. We have, dry trash. <laughs> we have dry trash picked up and well, your so, gar- household garbage picked up. Well,
1: so, so keep in mind now, this is all inclusive of all the call centers. So let me back up a minute. The 217.92 is basically going to include all service costs for solid waste, right? So, mm-hmm. so inside the city of Hinesville, we're being billed for curbside collection, twice a week on these same goods, plus water, uh, plus um, home water water fee. It's It's on there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on our tax bills, we're getting an additional fee, Mm -hmm. each year as a homeowner, Mm -hmm. for landfill closure and clean and beautiful. So you'd have to add those other two to make it comparable, Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I
6: understand that, but the thing is, right now, mm-hmm. your household, your rooftops in Flemington have doubled yep. since March. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have doubled it. So what? when we used to go in there to take one person a half a day, maybe two and a half hours to do it, mm-hmm. you're talking about something that's gotta be done. It's gonna take another truck oh, for department. sure, and it's gonna take another person on the dry trash truck.
1: It, it actually it actually won't. Uh, we, we, The service will still be run with one truck uh, both ways. And again, I want to assure you that as recently as the last 60 days, John Colbertson has analyzed all that with the new rooftops. Now, the other thing, though, uh, to keep in mind, you'll see this in the next section that talks about uh, increases, <coughs> is we have made the city aware that as those other new homes come on, that there there may be annual increases. And so yes, if we had to increase more times per week or more if our costs go out, their cost is gonna go up. Because we can't lose money
6: on it. So right now we're gonna be doing it for the same thing we've been doing it for?
1: No, sir. This is this is an increase.
6: How much of an increase? Dollar wise, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Mm, I'll have to I'll have to I don't have that figure, but I'll have to get well, it.
6: Well, I mean, this is one thing we we mm-hmm. talked about in here with in our in the finance meeting is we've got you know the we're paying, you know, employees out there, that's labor, we've got insurance on them, we've got their benefits and all and then the vehicles and they're having to come to Flemington when those folks probably may need to be looking at having their own. I mean, you're gonna have growth in our unincorporated areas. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that right now, so you know, that's all we can do is continue on. But, you know, right now it's Clint's talking about we got a truck down and what have we just replaced at the la- at the landfill down there or the the convenience centers and all of the floors and stuff like that. I, I just hope that we're let's make sure we're
1: we are because 18.
6: I think if you can do it that cheap, then you can probably do it that cheap in the city of Hinesville.
1: I don't know. I I, I want to assure you that we we have analyzed it down to the amortization on the vehicles and the five-year capital plan on the vehicles, everything. Keep in mind, too, that the Solid Waste Fund, unlike the General Fund, has to be be self-sustaining. And so it sits out there separate. There's a total separate budget done. And, And John is due in here actually in December to show you that in-depth, I will make sure that ahead of that you get that in-depth report because what you're gonna see is every cost of doing those services broken out, plus overhead, labor, future cost of equipment, everything is rolled into that. And so, yes, sir, I feel real good that that's a very accurate rate. So because it was just done. If it, okay. you know, if it had been four years since we had done the rate, mm-hmm. I, I, I would have my doubts. Mm-hmm. But it This is
6: with the same amount of employees?
1: Same amount of employees, at least right now.
6: Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, we're saying at least right now, but... No,
1: no, I, again, and yeah. so every year we analyze that's that. We have to add mm-hmm. another truck, another truck now, not if we have to replace one, be because the replacement's there. already built in, the amortization right schedule, over mm-hmm. a five-year period, it's in this rate, okay? And that's something we don't do in the general fund. It's not that definitive, but in the solid waste fund it is, and it's that same way in the water fund, um, but... If if we have to add another employee to the route, if we have to double the route, if we have to put on a second truck, the next year we're going to up that rate for whatever those called star. and that's the reason we built that in here.
6: I, I'm just I'm uh, <coughs> you know I
2: sounding the alarm. Understand, on. Understand. You know what? what? Sounding the alarm. alarm.
8: We are we're picking I'm just it up a now in all and all about... in this. Yes, sir. And the dry trash. Yes,
6: sir. Absolutely. I mean I just don't think that there's. We're not figuring on a lot of it so in there. And, and we're talking about doing... Do think
8: Hinesville could pick it up for that rate? I don't, I don't think
6: so. I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think either. they will. I, I mean, we got the fellow right here that can tell us. My I, I, is. I'm,
8: I'm the fellow that picks it up. I don't do the charging now. <laughs> I know that. I don't know where the city get that price from, but um, <laughs> we, we, we pick it up. Yeah. But, but Joey, that, that is something to think about. The, um, we can, with all the growth in Fleming, uh, behind uh, the Performing Arts Center, and mm-hmm. going down on the, lot. on the other side past Mike Reed, down up in there, all all those mm-hmm. houses. Right. That that we can go in there with our existing staff and provide that service t- today for all the new houses, mm-hmm. even off of Old Sunbury Road, which is I think Old Savannah mm-hmm. Road, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, behind the and what Flemington already has, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't take us a full day to do Flemington now, okay?
1: All the well, all, the, it doesn't take us, it doesn't do take us a full here. day to do Why that.
8: Why not do it countywide? That's all we charge.
1: Well, I, and that was one that was the one thing that you know, I was
8: led to believe it was going to be $30, $40 a month, but you're saying that. 16,
0: eighteen,
1: be 18, eighteen sixteen. A month 16. Is I mean, what it
0: is. For now, anyway.
1: Just, just let me do this. Let, let, me get Culbertson to come. in. We got yes, to adopt this by the December. end of the year. Yeah. So let's get Culbertson to come in so you can see it on the paper. Gotcha. That's all I ask. So, sure. so, so that is what the contract provides. Okay. Uh, and it does, it does have a way to basically do that increase okay. uh, per year, if necessary to do that. Now, now keep in mind, yeah. if our tipping fee changes if anything changes not just if we had another staff or anything but if any of our cost changes mm-hmm. everybody's <laughs> going to change including the city residents <laughs> well let, I, mean, so, Culverson, but, Culverson? I
6: mean who is this culver son i mean what are you talking he, about he's done he's done your study for about 10 years uh, well i mean let's let's also get clint in here because my thing about it is is if we're going to be spending a little bit more time in Flemington, yes, sir. guess what's going to happen on Christmas Day? Yes, sir. That so has never happened. Cor- correct. So, so the way and I mean, does, they p- pick up in Hinesville. If it's Christmas Day, they're going to move. Yes, so the way he pick-
1: does the study is that Johnny, Clinton, Kathy, Kim, from the financial sense, and Clinton and Johnny from the operational sense, all meet with him to talk about current status. Yes number of households that have been added in the county, where they've been added, where the convenience centers are, where we're providing curbside, if that needs to increase, if, if landfill closure needs to increase. So they're all involved in that process. It's okay. comprehensive. It's a very comprehensive process. But I think but we
10: should be looking at countywide. I, we're probably one of the last counties who don't have countywide pickup.
1: Well, and you talked about doing countywide. We, can't, we
10: talked about maybe five or six years ago or longer, but mm-hmm. I but think you, we need to take another look at it.
1: So, so if you remember, Culbertson actually did that study for y'all, came back with a rate, but it was also right there on the heels of needing to choose between increasing a rate for fire protection uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and putting full-time people on mm-hmm. right. or doing the overdoing the polycart. and you said we got to take care of the fire right. and then we can look at the ball now we have
10: again. taken well, care we, of we, fire so I think we need to look at countywide yeah. we are let's,
6: let's, behind let's remember the this though mm-hmm. let's remember that we are talking about a separate municipality okay, okay? we're not talking about <laughs> what Kim pushed up there the unincorporated areas those areas that's already a municipality with a charter and a mayor and a bunch of council feet, I mean, we need to think about those. I mean, they want to use our landfill; they've got every right to because they're being taxed. But the thing about it is, is picking it up. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah, we just been, it's the we've same been picking way with it the up the
6: ditches and sure. everything else.
1: Sure. We've been picking it up for them for five years. I just didn't anticipate there was a problem. We're continuing the contract.
4: Not
0: that many. Uh, yeah. But if so, I but need not to know that many.
1: so we can back up and regroup and let Flemington know they'll need to find another service provider, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that we've got a burning desire to do it. Yeah. Uh, it does help accumulate some funds for us, mm-hmm. but totally up to the commission. We so did
10: at that time because they were paying contract, but we're putting it back on a tax bill now.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so, you, you know. Yeah, they're mandating their citizens to use it. They're
10: basically. mandating, but. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's a good point. Did but, they
10: march but, them up here to pay it? <laughs> well, that's true.
1: I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll require them to pay it. Their ordinance will require them to pay That's it. mm-hmm. what it'll be. But again, because it has to go out on the tax bills, basically, if mm-hmm. there's going to be a change, it has to appear on the notices that go out. Right. So it would need to be changed and adopted by January 1st
6: okay.
1: to affect right. those notices.
6: The, and, you know, here it is in November, and we're talking about something that we should have been talking about mm-hmm. in January of, yeah. of this year. Right. But, I mean, you know, things like this, if they're, if they're that the big rush a rush, out. I understand. But mm-hmm. whenever we can, and we, if we need to start assessing it immediately, let's assess it immediately. I'm talking about the whole ball of wax. The, the road department and what we're doing in the smaller municipalities I understand that their their hands are tied in a lot of things and we don't mind helping them. But uh the, you know, I'm I would love to see a hundred percent rollback for people that are in my district, just like Commissioner Frazier would and some of the others. Uh but you know, we we've got to try to make this machine work and I'm willing to make it work, but I can tell you, um this, let's have a real long, hard talk with them and let them know. I mean, it's uh, it's all about a dollar. I mean, that's that's what it is. It, and the millage rate that you looked at tonight,
1: she didn't mention that, is 100% rollback for the city residents, by the way.
6: I think she said it was 96, 90. bit, right? No, 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 it's oh, 96% 90. collection, but it's 100% that's, that's rollback that's for As well, long as it's 100%, yes, we're fine. Yes, sir, it's But it's so it still needs to be... As, as long as
2: this season. is... This is uh, um, not a money losing. uh, No, sir. Yeah.
6: No, sir. But but I,
1: you know, also, um, and and I share Commissioner Walden's concern. um, The city of Walter, the city of uh, Flemington talked to us about this and talked about actually doing it last year. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then basically came back and said, we want to do it. What's the timing? And that's just been recently. So, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not suggesting you don't do the contract mm-hmm. or that you don't go through with it this year, but that's certainly up to the Commission.
2: Well, if we hear the report in December and it gets all of our questions answered, we've reached that level of
1: confidence.
4: Would that give it enough time to get it on the tax bill? Yes,
1: yeah, so that's the reason it has to be done by then.
10: Yeah. And Then we need to look at countywide. I'm, Commissioner mm-hmm. starting. January 21, we need to look at county-wide, possibly. Yes,
1: that is a good rate. Yeah.
6: Yeah, sure. That's a very good rate. You know, when, we, when we say county-wide, let's make sure we're saying
5: unincorporated. unincorporated. I mean, unincorporated. I know that mm-hmm.
6: I, I, everybody needs to have, you know, you can't treat everybody the same because they won't let you. But we can be fair with them all. So.
10: If not, we're going to have to look at expanding, enlarging our uh, convenience centers.
1: I'm, yeah. yes, ma'am. we're already. Um, that's the reason he hasn't come to you with that report because if you remember, about 30 days ago, we okay. talked about that, mm-hmm. and so we sent him back out. We've had two more meetings this month on that to look at the convenience center expansions, and those are coming to you along with his report now. In fact, we're going to show you on a map in the next meeting how we propose okay. to do that in the five year
8: plan. Okay, yeah. right. just one question, Mr. Shepard. Joey, and, and I, I know we, uh, this is about solid waste but um, there are some things in here. So would there be um, like an enforcement, like a court enforcement? Who would handle that? Let's say like, uh, would Clinton them uh, at this um, transfer station handle complaints? We got something here that says um, that won't pick up yard waste if it weighs over 60 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then it's got um, like polycott, Contents, you know, Hinesville has a, a, a code enforcement department. Like Mm -hmm. if we, tomorrow we leave a pile of trash, uh, code enforcement would tell the people where they left it because of this, because you got a lot of, um, you, you remodel your whole house and we don't pick that up. So my guys would miss it and code enforcement would tell them that's why, you know, that, um, you'd be responsible for doing that. Who, who, who would handle those kind of calls? If we're the uh, service provider, Clinton and his guys, and, and uh, the guy with the garbage truck rides by and say, well, you know, that's out of bounds, who, who handles those calls?
1: So, so the city of Flemington has to adopt a companion ordinance. In fact, it's mentioned in here uh, on solid waste. And, and part of that will be to tell those people in the city that you can't do certain things. And mm-hmm. so the short answer to your question is Flemington would enforce it through their code. We would not enforce the Flemington code. And they have a police officer there, sheriff actually, Dip. Dip. That, that, that can do that. So it would go to, to municipal uh, court. And they only have one of those, right? Yes,
0: sir.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, they, don't well, I, don't sure. they don't have a code down there. They don't have a code.
1: Yeah, they have a code. They have a code of ordinances already that they're enforcing down there.
6: Who it, enforces them?
1: They, they do. We don't enforce them.
4: The deputy that's down there?
1: Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. enforce them. They go to their court. They have a municipal court judge.
2: Yeah. has a court.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: they're enforcing their own yeah.
2: all right, we'll, we'll look forward to the information uh, okay.
1: in December
8: when, when is he coming joint uh,
1: we just got him the information on the convenience centers last week as a matter of fact so I would anticipate he'd be your first meeting in December Is I think in fact we've already got him calendared for the first yeah, meeting
8: we need to make a decision shortly
1: yes sir yes sir all right all right, uh, historical cultural grants. Yes, sir, we, uh, we took applications for those. As you know, um, we were able to do a disbursement uh, the first time for that. We actually had um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight submittals, um, and you see that on the sheet that I provided for you there. Um, when we reviewed those, when the committee reviewed those, basically there was some material um, that was proposed that, is not applicable to be done with special purpose sales tax, i.e. brochures or promotional material. Uh, it can only be used for capital um, investment or capital improvements. And so that being said, uh, basically you you see the eight there, you see basically what they're eligible for, and it's the committee's recommendation that we go ahead and honor those um, eligible activities as submitted by those agencies. One side note to that, you probably remember that Dorchester Improvement Association was also granted an automatic allotment uh, out of the tax. And so they did not apply this time, but they're gonna make applications separate. Once we give these out, this will end, at least for collection now, unless the tax collects more than uh, 54 million, it will end those allocations to those external agencies other than Dorchester Improvement. So basically anything that's left, uh, unless it exceeds the 54, will go to Dorchester.
2: Okay, committee members. That's
1: that's, that's a recommendation. Yeah,
2: Um, committee members, we discussed this. Uh, Committee members, anything you wanna add?
4: Mr. Chair, do we wanna do the presentation to them as we did the last time?
2: We wanna schedule a... uh, We
1: can. Okay. I'd like to go ahead if we can, if it's okay, and and uh, if it's if if it's the board's pleasure to go ahead and get the big check. approve that, yeah. then we can okay. notify them okay. they've been approved. We okay. can have the amount up printed something. up. I think we did okay. some uh, CDBG type checks last we, time. We did mostly like that. We did, and, uh, and we had them come up. Okay, All right, chair entertain the motion.
4: Yeah, make that motion that we uh, grant to those who applied under the historical culture the amount of fundings that was requested.
2: Okay. that's on this sheet for you. Huh? Second. Okay. Motion in a second. Any
9: further discussion? I, I just have, have a question. Uh, and this will uh, deplete all the funds for, for this, correct? It will deplete all the funds except those remaining dedicated Dorchester. Okay. Yes, so, sir. So in other words, no one else will be able to apply? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Unless we have
2: some overage. That's right.
8: Down the line.
9: All right. Because uh, these are the same ones that, that applied last year.
2: Enough your difference.
1: Um, are they, there there may be.
9: Uh, I know the chamber, I know CBB. Y- yes, sir. Per- no, the majority so cool. are. The
2: right. I, I guess I, so I Glenn Brighton is the same, the same, same. as
1: HDDA? Um, no, sir. No. Separate. Separate, okay. And Glenn Brighton, DDA did apply. Right. The last couple. No, of DDA did. I, I think they're all the same ones that have applied traditionally. All
8: oh. right. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I, I just. Mr. Chairman, you, um, now, Joey, you mm-hmm. said if there's some overages, it go to Dorchester. <laughs> well, no, no, sir. No, sir.
1: Uh, the remainder of the funds in there now okay. that we will collect up to the fifty-four million dollars will go to Dorchester. Okay. okay? Um, if anything's collected above fifty-four, then the it percentage. would be applicably split, split between Dorchester's percentage that it got out of the original, and then there might be some extra for the other agencies. For, for somebody, for some of these agencies? Or someone else to apply. For someone else to apply or these agencies to apply.
4: Because actually we had one agency that did not yeah, apply this time. Yeah,
1: okay. we
2: open it
9: up again for a Okay. We, mm.
8: Yeah,
9: yeah I, I, I was just wondering how the application process is done, but we can talk about that later. And
1: real quickly, I was going to say that. Uh, we send out a letter. We advertise uh, in the newspaper and on Facebook. Uh, for the application process, and we resend to every agency that's ever gotten it. Okay. So even those that didn't apply got mm-hmm. a letter uh, that were notifying them it was open.
9: Okay. okay. I, I was just wanting to make sure that all
2: eligible. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as humanly possible. Yeah. yeah. That's all, right. fine. all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Uh, the all right. Thank you, sir. Uh, bids, Generator Road Department. Mr.
3: Chair and members of the board, a bid was developed and submitted to a number of vendors for a new generator to be placed at the Liberty County Public Works facility. The county received uh, bids from four vendors and those vendors were Current Edge Solutions, Er Errol Ellis Smith Electrical Company, RDC Construction and TAW Power System. Uh, Those bids range as low as 43,000 to (laughs) as much as 120,000. Wow.
2: You may as well go ahead and explain that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we uh, looked at the, the low bid coming from Current Edge. Um, we interviewed about, uh, we asked them to provide us a reference, and we contacted all of the people, all of their uh, contacts. About six or seven of them responded, and all spoke very highly of Current Edge solutions. Uh, and they were the low bidder at $43,000. Uh, the county does have a grant through uh, FEMA, and it's a 75, 25%, and I think the amount was 75000 so we're going to come way under the amount allocated by FEMA.
4: Everybody <laughs> priced it on the same specs. Did we put specs out there? Yes, sir. How did he come up with a hundred? Uh,
1: right. Yeah, we're the 120. Not sure what happened with that. The, the the other three are in the ballpark, though. That this. one, yeah. Again, the estimate was somewhere around sixty-five to seventy-five. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> now, keep in mind too, what happens a lot will be real quick. Is that remember anything that's projected to be over a hundred thousand dollars, including this? I mean, we put it out there. We put it on the state procurement website. So what we what we started to get now are agencies out of the Atlanta area mm. and nationwide that will come in and put bids in. Yeah. And, um, and at the least that's one thing I think we're seeing. Yeah. So uh, I don't know whether, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not sure about that one. So, so, right.
9: so you telling me in Atlanta, you could sell a generator. No, no I'm not saying <laughs> <sure. laughs>
1: necessarily, <laughs> 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 but, but I'm saying there are Man. people there are people that are not in our region <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> that are you know, we're seeing all kind of pricing <laughs> from
0: them. Man,
6: I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you really. said this is for the road department. You
1: it is. Yes, it replaces out and turnkey job uh, includes transfer switch installation and hookup mm-hmm. and running. Mm-hmm. The only thing we got to do. Uh, in fact, it includes uh, removal of the old generator, placement on the yard. The only thing we got to do is is gas it, basically.
4: Uh, Mr. Brown, you know that we are in the process of uh, replacing the facility, right? Right. How is this going to play, in effect, with the new generator to the old building?
1: Well, what we'll do do is basically just pick this up and move it, is what we'll do. I mean, we don't have any choice. It's going to be put on a pad anyway. And so, fatted going to be built up, I didn't mention that, didn't mention that, but it'd be built up uh, to prevent flooding, and so we'll, we'll have to pick it up and move it. Because we're, you know, at the best, we're two years away from, mm-hmm. and we can't wait because okay. of the grant. Okay. Okay. I
4: right. entertain the motion. Yes, no move. I uh-huh. make a motion, Mr. Chair. Second. second. Motion and
1: second. We approve the bid is
4: presented
2: 43 grand from current solutions Any further discussion. All in favor, raise your right hand, please motion passes, things, uh, sir.
9: Are, are, are we going to send, send a letter to the ones who... <laughs> we do. <laughs> Let them know. We do. He's one to Mr. Harold Ellis. So yeah. yeah. Got to be
8: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adam.
2: Really eight. <laughs> D, Board Appointments Committee, are you ready? Yes, sir. Y'all ready? Yeah, man. All right.
8: close to the end of the year, Committee. Y'all those. have is the list. We ready. All right, proceed, Okay, uh, Mr. Chairman, um, the committee uh, met and by uh, unanimous decision, the first uh, appointment is the CAGDA board, with one position available, and Mr. Brian Smith wants to be reappointed, and uh, that's our recommendation. Okay,
2: chair and motion.
6: i make a motion that we appoint Mr. Smith back to the CATA board.
2: Yes, second to that motion. Okay. Motion and a second. We reappoint Mr. Brian Smith to the cattle board. Any further discussion? All is the favor, raise your right hand. Is that the board that, that we have to send send
9: a recommendation and they got to approve it? Something sort of mm-hmm. like the hospital? Mm-hmm. That's not that one? The okay. didn't work them. The
8: hospital is on here, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Next. Okay, the development authority We have one position. We have one applicant. Uh, Mr. Al Williams wants to be... Reappointed, and that's our recommendation, Mr. Chairman. Yeah. So <laughs> I make that motion, please.
6: Yeah, Mr. Chairman, we looked at closely on uh, Mr. Williams and made sure that his attendance was good, and his good. attendance is good, good. so uh, I'd like to make a motion that we
2: reappoint him. Is there a second that okay. motion? Second. Motion of second reappointment Kind of my he does attend, if not in person, he does teleconference, and he'll do that. Okay. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Mr. Williams,
8: reappointed. Mm-hmm. Hospital Authority. Uh, uh, Mr. Fred, this is the Hospital Authority. There we go. Let me okay, see how on, y'all on can the do Hospital it. Authority. We have uh, two positions, and we have two um, applicants. Who both want to be reappointed. Uh, Mr. Reggie Pierce and Ms. Daisy Prey. And our recommendation is that we reappoint both of those. See. Mr.
4: Chair, I make that motion. You second. Okay. Motion and
2: second, reappoint Mr. Pierce and Mr. Frey. Those were the only two applicants for
1: those?
8: Yeah, just only okay. two, not, don't, yes. Okay. <laughs>
9: <explanation. laughs> three
1: names, right? Yeah. So, so, so actually you're supposed to submit three names. We've, we've only submitted two in the past mm-hmm. because that's all we've got. That's all we got. And so what, what we'll have to do, you can't submit them in priority order. Right. And so we actually had this come up before. We'll submit we one, one place we'll See. have Pierce first. And pray second. Right. We'll have pray first and peer second. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the reason you have
6: to. Say. I believe that was help if you. it's a new appointment.
1: No, sir, it's on the reappointments too. You're supposed sp- to yes, sir. Really, you are. You're sp- it, it, the, the bylaws call for three to mm-hmm. be submitted. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. All in favor of that recommendation, raise your right hand, please. All right. We will do that in that order. Please. Next, sir.
8: Public Health Board, Mr. Chairman. Uh, we have one. Uh, applicant uh, Miss Peggy McGee. <clears throat> she wants to be reappointed, and that's our recommendation.
2: Okay. If someone turn that into a motion, please. So moved. Move.
6: Second.
2: Secondly, okay. we'll second we have Miss Peggy McGee. She does a fine job for he us. She does. Thank you. She's, uh, she's diligent. Mm-hmm. Reappointed to the Public Health Board. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. Reappoint Miss Peggy McGee. I'll have to meet her sometime. You'd be impressed. Yes, sir. I just want to tell Commissioner
9: Gillard, Walden, and Bowman, y'all, y'all did a wonderful job hey, on, um, on these support points. We, we, we were the best thing happened we're, we're, in 2020.
1: We're, we're taking <laughs> notes.
9: We're taking notes.
4: Thing, I don't need, need that note. <laughs> session. You might.
1: I don't. No, sir, that should, that, that should not have been on there. I, I did have something that the Recreation Department director called me about um, actually yesterday uh, to ask about basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time to start taking applications for basketball season. Mm-hmm. Normally he takes the applications first, first part of November and that season starts in December. I would tell you already there's a challenge because we've had to postpone the air conditioner replacement in the Schumann Center because of election voting being there. So November, first part of December would not have any activity in that facility anyway, because that job's gotta be complete. Mm -hmm. We had to postpone it. So uh, again, I guess the question is in a even a postponed season right now, um, trying to figure out about putting people in the gymnasium. um, I I would tell you the conversation he and I had, while we love the sport, managing that in a enclosed environment
8: would be very, very difficult in the size of facility we got. Okay. So we, we shut them down on the outside. There's no way we can put them inside. Inside, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be very difficult.
0: Mm. Well.
1: So he wanted to entertain the board's thoughts on that or to have you think about that. <laughs> uh, so we can talk about it later. Well, um,
2: I would... I mean, you heard the (laughs) kind of consensus, let's let him him come to our next meeting. Uh, I kind of agree, and I know, um, I guess it's public, that Bradwell has had some
0: Mm.
2: exposures already with some of their basketball players, so. Mm. Um, And, of course, you
1: know other places on all levels have, so. Um, the, the managing the players probably is not as difficult on the timing sequence as it would be controlling yeah. crowd and distancing yeah. in a in mm-hmm. closed facility no, with no more seating than we have. At one time he
2: told us too that the, because he normally uses um, some of the school gyms right? Mm-hmm. and that had been a concern. I'm not sure if that's cleared up or not. It has not been, but I'll ask him to come okay. to, the, to the Okay. Uh, we'll sure. bring that next Okay. We don't want to be
9: scrooge, but yeah. I know. and and, and I, also. Can he come with? I guess uh, looking forward to you know maybe having like spring football or something like that. Okay. Right. Just some alternatives. Just you know a- a-
1: as we we look, you know, for it. I think you're right. I think I think he needs to forecast. He needs to bring us that normal schedule anyway. Right. Right. We've got it on our radar, and he can. There's some alternatives. Yes, sir. Right. Okay.
2: An announcement, sir. Yes, no,
4: sir. I want to call call it an announcement. I'd like for this this board to be considering naming the Brideway Park in honor
6: of Mr. Henry Rutherford. I was reading this. Come back again with that, Mr. Stevens.
4: To name the Brideway Park in honor of Mr. Henry Rutherford.
6: Um, anyway, I don't have no problem with
8: it. Yeah, that could be a great honor.
6: Yeah, on the city council. You don't handle that tonight? No,
8: is the uh, rec board
4: over there?
2: I always, I, I always like just because they're the rec board, mm-hmm. you know, to, to present it to them. And then we, the book stops here. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but will you plan to attend one of their meetings, or, 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 or send something to them? I'll, I'll send. Something. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right since we work together. All right. All right. But we all think it's a yes. great honor. That's all, sir? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. You. Anything else in good or order, oh, commissioners? No Thank you so much. Chair. will take a motion to adjourn. No move. Second. 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 All in favor. Thank you.
3: Great meeting. Yes,
7: sir.